Welcome, folks, to Chiang Mai is Blue, your independent Chiang Mai FC podcast with me, Rob Scott, and with Simon. Hello. We're back from uh, long haul to Nongbua Pichaya FC at the weekend for a great point, but not such a great game in a nil-nil draw at Nongbua. Um, there are lots of distractions on this trip. Simon had the trip from hell. Tell us more. Not a lot to say, really. Just everything went wrong. I was popping pills all the way. Uh, medicine pills, not happy pills. Um, and it was just, I think it was a struggle. It was tiring, just didn't go to plan. Just a pain. Not a lot else to say, really. Did not enjoy the trip there or back. 11 hours each way? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, because you have to stop a bit. Now, I've solved this this long-distance driving for the moment with podcasts, not listening to my own, because that would be you know, taking vanity to previously untapped levels. Uh, but the Not rest what your wife said <laughs> the rest is history uh, where I have become I listened to four episodes on the the war the war of US independence I think another four on the US civil war and three or four on the Vietnam war it's the it's a British podcast British historians telling American history. It's probably not the history you'd necessarily learn in an American college or university. Uh, it is fascinating. It's told very, very well by remarkably smart people who are um, able to relate the history into the sort of issues around the modern day as well. I like it a lot. Um, oddly, it gives my son and I something to talk about. Uh, he's over in San Francisco, so in the, in the heart of what's happening in the US. Uh, he listens to this on, on, on his drive to work. So it's, it's great to have something. You, know, you all always want to have something in common to talk about between generations. So this works really quite well. Um, I'm rambling. It was nil-nil. Therefore, it's quite hard to find anything really to say about the game. Simon, you must have some thoughts. Not many, to be honest. It was dire. It really was. Um, Far did a couple of great saves. Yeah, uh, yeah. That that was impressive. But strangely, his distribution was off. Yeah, now, his distribution is normally spot on. You give him one dodgy throw, one dodgy kick per game, and he did two quite quickly. Um, so that was a bit of a concern. Yeah. Other than that, not a lot to say. Really, it really was dire. We were never going to score. We had. Well, we looked like we were about to have a chance after 18 seconds. Uh, that, that was about it for the game. Great way to start the game. Isn't it was, it? but it lulled us into a full sense of security because pretty much after the excitement of that, nothing. It was. First half, first half, we were we were backs to the wall. I mean, they they dominated possession. The ball rarely came out of our half, but they didn't threaten a great deal either. Other than other than Farha's double save, which was which was top draw. Yes, because eventually they would have scored, so that's quite good. So eventually we were quite tight. Nicole Kit was fabulous. He really is good. Yes, and again up at the Alpine he was great yeah so that's two two away games uh, uh, where our opponents have failed to score and if you keep clean sheets on your on your travels as my mum used to say that's really good news happy day <laughs> so 
I mean, it's hard to take away much more than that. The pitch was weird. I mean, it was like watching football played with one of those old sort of rubber Super Bowls that you used to get as a kid. And it just bounced. And it was almost impossible for either team, to be honest, to get the ball under control. Uh, so as a spectacle, it struggled. Yes. Not a lot to say, really. No, sorry. I was making a long speech and then looking at Simon to say something. All he can really say is, yep, you're right. Uh, it was... I think it was partly because the pitch was was, was sort of shaven, shaven sort of to less grass than Jean-Luc Picard's head. Uh, it was a hard pitch as well. And the ball just bounced. You had to be very careful. As a goalkeeper, you had to be very careful. Yeah. They... Did they do that intentionally? Because you would have trained on it and thought oh right the ball's bouncing comically high let's get the sprinklers out and just tone it down a bit. yeah so that would be interesting to know um anyway is a you know it not many teams are going to go to Nongboa this season and come away with a point let alone anything more so you take that and say thank you very much absolutely every team in the league would love a point from there so no yeah. complaints yeah before the game if you offered me a draw i've been really happy yeah I thought we'd lose 2-1. I had a couple of quid on that. So over the moon, to be honest. There you I go. I think the only good thing to say. Yes. The turnout was true. True, true, true. Absolutely. We had 50, 60 people who had hiked over from Chiang Mai to, to Nongbu, and that's a great turnout. Yeah. I mean, so hopefully if if they can, that group can go to more away games, that'll be fantastic. I do have one thing that's sort of bugging me after watching the highlights reel, though, Simon, and that's... This sort of, I don't know, this sort of, I'm feeling worried about Fakuda, Fakuda-san, our coach, because it seems to me that his every move is being shadowed. watched over, shadowed, yeah, great word, shadowed by the owner. It's embarrassing. Every time you see him, someone's there over his shoulder. Yeah, I, I've always thought that the football relationship that matters is the relationship between the players and the coach or the manager, you know, assuming that they're not you know, that that those roles are interchangeable, um, and that the owner is present in the dressing room. He's present on the pitch before the game. He's lined up. As the players come out onto the pitch, he's high fiving the players as they go out onto the pitch, and they don't that look. Is they, embarrassing. They don't look. They don't want to do it. They don't look comfortable no. with it, do they? Um, making Fukada stand there to do the same thing. I don't think he wants to do be it. So uncomfortable. Yeah. So don't make him do it. Yeah, he's got to be feeling not too happy with the situation and then of course you've got the coach on the bench which is an issue at other clubs as well I mean I realise this is Thai football it happens a lot but we'll come on to talk about Samat Prakan in a while and that was clearly a problem down there at the weekend so yeah, I kind of like owners to be up in you know the, the posh executive box with their prawn sandwiches and keep out the way yeah, let let the coaches. I mean, there are a lot of coaches already. We've got a goalkeeping coach. We have a, we have a team coach. We have two assistant coaches at least. Um, that's enough people on the bench trying to make the right decisions. Absolutely, it's, it just shouldn't happen. Yeah, rant rant over, but yeah, it's early days in the season, and I'd like to see this change. To be honest, it makes me uncomfortable. Fukuda must be feeling like a spare part. 
A little bit. Because it's just all the time, someone's over his shoulder. Yeah, yeah. Is he being told when to make substitutions? Well, that's interesting. Is he being told what team to be? That's the team we got for the rest of the season. We only made two substitutions on Sunday, um, having made five the previous weekend, including some at half-time, which gives, gives... Players gives well gives some players hope and gives um, you know, fresh legs, fresh energy, and we looked like we were beginning to struggle a bit by the end of the game on on Saturday. It's the same old problem. What's the point of having a big squad? They run their nuts off. It's hot. It's humid. It's a hard pitch. Yeah, the humidity you was know, high. Mm. You know, use your substitutes. Yes, and don't use them in the last two minutes. Yes, I mean by by rank. I was over the moon that Tawang was in the team. And then Suchanon, he's Brazilian, he comes on far too late. And then a minute after that, they take Tawang off. Yeah. Well, as we said before, they work as a pair. And again, do that half time. It, it, it winds me up. Yep, yeah, uh, there are a few things that. Felt a, bit, felt a bit uncomfortable out of that game. And it'd be, you know, we've now got two weeks to sort things out and be, you know, a happy, a happy squad is also a squad that's getting results. And, and this was a good result. Take no, yeah. If I sound down, and if someone I sound down about this... It's a it's, serious concern. It's a concern, but we also won ourselves a very good point at Nongbua. So let's see how we come back in two weeks' time for the Patia game. Well, exactly the same team. Probably. Substitutes in the last Probably. Team. My problem with this, this are the 11 players that are going to start every game. Substitutes are going to come on for one minute. And you mentioned what a tight-knit group we were, how happy they were. Well, how many more make games to go until these people get disillusioned and think, right, well, I'm clearly not going to get a game but I might as well start looking for somewhere else yeah when you think about players like Chichinok who are clearly hugely talented uh, and have pace and uh, and really I will benefit from an extended run in the team um, and he, he needs a couple of goals to boost yeah, his confidence and he didn't get on the pitch on Saturday no well, except for the warm up doesn't yeah. quite count uh, so there's yeah um, I don't know how that solves itself but you know Using our substitutes to our advantage would, is, is one way forward. Um, so maybe for prime example, yeah, we all know that I like Sarawi. Yes. Well, he's right back. Yes. He's not going to get a game nope. at all this season. If he's got any sense, he should leave. The tall fellow should leave, and Montep should leave. And to be honest, if anyone else left, you'd say, well, yeah, go and get some playing time. Or get some else. playing time and you know, let players out. And if they're not going to get playing time, when you make the changes in Dece- to the squad in December, you release one or two of them on, on loan and uh, give them some first-team experience elsewhere. Sorry. Simon's just dismantling the house. Uh, I think it's probably killed... Uh, we've, we've beaten Nongbua to death for the moment. Um it's it's a good trip. It's a nice stadium. It's a nice stadium. There was a good drink. crowd there, about seventeen hundred. Um, it's a friendly place to go. It's you know, there's some places up there that are worth exploring. I don't think you want to do this as a sort of there and back if if you can help it. Uh, I stopped at Peru. <laughs> Simon loves these things. I stopped at Peru on the way over, which in September is dead. Um, November, December, January. It's a lovely trip. Um, 
and came back through Nongkai and Chenkan, so a drive along the 2195 along the Mekong River, um, and that's nice. I mean, there's so much history associated with the Mekong and so much change in that region now. Um, partly as the Chinese are busy sort of building dams everywhere along the Mekong. So you look at the water levels and you think, eh, this, is, this is starting to impact people's livelihood. Um, let's not perhaps go down the, the sort of political, the geopolitical debate for now, but it's... Free to that. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. Uh, the other way, now, on Sunday, Lampang did us a huge favour and beat Nakhon Rajasima 1 0. Thank you, thank you, Incredibly thank you, Lampang. It was incredibly handy. Uh, the SWAT Cats appear to have an issue in front of goal. They scored two in their opening game of the season and have only scored uh, two more in their three games since. Um, and they struggled to finish against Lampang. The goalkeeper had a decent game. Uh, Lampang scored late in the game. I think it was the 82nd minute header at the far post. The defender jumping, looking in completely the wrong direction and raising his hand for offside. Not particularly smart defending. Crowd was just 530. I mean, this has to be disappointing. That's not good, is it? Yeah, it's not good. I mean, they obviously enjoyed their time in T1, but getting fans back in the stadium for, for T2 is is going to be a struggle. Um, Look, that's a genuine problem in Thai football. The fans are fickle, aren't they? Let us support you, lose a game, that's it. You won't see them until next season. Yeah. Oh, here's, here's the other thing. I mean, Chattery, when he scored in the 81st minute with his header he then took his shirt off and he'd already been booked I mean how effing dopey can you be you've been booked once you know that taking your shirt off is a second booking whether it's a sensible rule or not is by the by um and you and, know this it's not and there's gonna come yeah, and, and there's nine there's nine out. minutes to go and six minutes of injury time so the the Lampang battled out the last 15 minutes with just 10 players Oh. It's clearly a twat. You can pat the guy on the back for scoring the goal, and then you should ceremoniously dock his wages. Yeah. Seriously, you do yeah. that, you're not getting paid. Yeah, that was. made no sense at all. I mean, he was just doing everybody a disservice. But, you know, Lampang fairly heroically hung on for the, for the three points. Excellent. Uh, so, thank you for that. That was a big favour. Um, and it gets them into their stride. Yeah. You know, we want them up mid table, yeah. we don't want them down there. Customs won at Kasitsat on Friday night. Um, Customs' first win of the season. Maybe their last win of the season. <laughs> it's going to be their only away win, isn't it? Uh, sorry. Um, but there'll be two teams that are down at the bottom at the, at the end of the season or there or thereabouts. Uh, prayer won at Chinat 2-1. Good win for Prayer. Second win in a row. They're, they're getting their uh, shit together. Yeah, yeah, they are getting their act together. They've always been a decent footballing side, and uh, it's you know, now they're winning on the, the road as well. And they're going to be up there yeah. somewhere, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, we have good games with them. Yes. They're always entertaining yes. games. Yeah, and they're always, well, nice they're always well supported games. It is a good away trip. Um, Rayong drew 1 1 with uh, Nakon C United. Supamburi remain unbeaten after beating Ayutia 1 0. Chantaburi, Kanchanaburi finished 1 1. Krabi lost at home 2 0 to Patia. Krabi, all but. Be interesting whether Krabi even make it to the end of the season. They've played four games at home. Because of the way A, the fixtures were, and B, they had to reverse uh, last weekend's fixture to play it at Krabi. Um, but yeah, they've, they've, had four, they've had four games at home and they haven't scored yet. 
Yeah, uh, it's not going to do much for their fan base either. Um, let's go to Samat Prakan uh, against Chiang Mai United. Samat Prakan two, Chiang Mai United one. I shouldn't gloat, but it's the sort oh, of no, it's the sort of result that we here at Chiang Mai is blue fairly to enjoy. Um, and we have a soft spot for Samat Prakan as well. So. We do, although from although that sympathetic view towards Samat Prakan got stretched a bit at the weekend. They're leading 2-1. 63rd minute, they think they've scored to go 3-1. It looked offside, uh, just as you looked at it in the uh, on, on uh, looked real at time. it real, in real time. It looked offside. The linesman kept his flag down. The referee initially awarded the goal. The announcer goes bonkers. The stalks, the scoreboard goes 3-1. Um, and somebody obviously suggested in the referee's ear that he should go and talk to the linesman. Now, this is where the folks at the Thai football podcast, Rob Bernard and uh, Mr. Kachamburi, sorry, Dale, I forgot, I forgot your name there for a minute. Um, I, think, I think Rob called this right. He described it as uh, bootleg VAR. Quality old school. Uh, it's a great, disc- it's a great description of what almost certainly happened. Uh, the game was being shown live on Samut Prakan's TV. The coverage is good. They've got a number of different camera angles, and every time, every replay that was shown, it just looked further offside on each replay. And you'd like to think that somebody on the Samut Prakan bench was also watching the live TV broadcast. And said, we were a mile off. Yeah, and might have said to his colleagues, her colleagues, uh, uh, the coaching staff and the other players on the bench, maybe this isn't the issue that we want to pick a fight over. Absolutely. Instead, the referee disallowed the goal, so we got to the right decision, albeit in a slightly strange way. I mean, the trouble with VR is it's meant to deal with obvious mistakes and here we've got bootleg VAR dealing with an obvious mistake but somebody could have said yeah it is clearly offside they didn't um the referee disallowed it the Samut Prakam bench went somewhere between bonkers and apeshit uh referee gets surrounded uh initially by players uh, and coaching staff and then by security um it took almost 12 minutes to sort this out um, Samat Prakam walked off the pitch. They said they weren't going to continue. Referee went over to the, explain to them and get them back playing again. Um, it's something that league need to jump on because this does not look good. It doesn't. And it doesn't look good. He's in a habit now, and is everyone just going to think it's completely acceptable? It's not. It's worrying when it becomes an almost legitimate tactic. Rob Bernard at uh, Thai Football Podcast was at the game and just said for the last 30 minutes uh, we had Samat Prakan doing every bit of shithousery that could be thought of. Um, it, yeah, I, mean, I think this is where you have you know, your first offences are fine, your second offence you forfeit the game. You can't, oh, t- you can't take your team off the yeah. pitch. Uh, and it, it's outrageous. Yeah, it's yes, it's outrageous. Now to add to compound all of this, and maybe the referee thought, you know, I need to even things out a bit. But Chiang Mai looked to have equalised in the 89th, 90th minute header from a corner, um, and the referee disallowed it for an alleged push by Chiang Mai's Myanmar defender. Um, he was looking to equal up the score. Yeah, I, if if there was a push there, if there was a push there, it was it was 
barely a touch. I mean, it was the sort of contact that you would normally have when you have you know, 22 grown men jumping up and down in the penalty area. Uh, so I think the referee sort of made, maybe he bottled it a bit and he gave Samet Prekan a win that they probably deserved and is, is very welcome for Samet Prekan and is more bad news for, for Chiang Mai United who are, who, are strugg- who are struggling a little bit this season. Fantastic. No, that's no, a shame. <laughs> not. <laughs> Edit that bit out. So that's our run through the results from last weekend. There are no games in T1 or T2 this weekend uh, due to the King's Cup games up here in Chiang Mai. So Chiang Mai FC's next game is at home to Pattaya United on Saturday the 16th at 5.30 in the evening. Now, whether we can play in a full stadium or not is another issue that's come up because apparently, and this will come as no surprise to anybody who's been there, our stadium is crumbling. And the Chiang Mai, like every other municipal yeah. stadium in the country, and yeah, the Chiang Mai municipality has said that we should uh, only play with maximum fifty percent capacity in the sta- in the stadium. I don't know whether that just means the main stand or the whole stadium. It, it was unclear. It was unclear, but you assume it's our stand, yeah. not the cheap stand <laughs> where the majority of the fans go. Um, You'd have thought this would be the sort of thing that Chiang Mai FC might want to provide some clarity over, but we'll leave that to their PR department to tell us, presumably, sometime before the game next week. If uh, we're lucky. They're just incompetent, aren't they? they you be. need a statement out immediately saying... This is, how, we, this is how we're dealing with it, yeah. You know, we can yeah. go back to 700 years, but we're also looking into other options where we can play elsewhere. But it's just... Now, what does bug me with this is that... Why didn't they look at this at the end of last season? Yeah, exactly. Why do you wait till four games in? Yeah. Because someone has upset someone and someone wants to... And somebody sent an inspection team in from the engineering department of Chiang Mai University to write a report and say, your stadium's falling down. Now, it may be that it's better that than they wait until after half of the stadium has collapsed on somebody's head and sort of... I've got a crash helmet. <laughs> yeah, but you don't wear it during the game. Well, I will now, and I understand. Yeah, it's probably, actually, this is probably the best advice ever, and you got this advice here at Chiang Mai is blue. Everybody who sits in the main stand should turn up wearing a crash helmet for next week's game against Patia. It, it may be the only way to stay safe. Going back to Patia. Yes. It was going to be a, a fun game where we're just going to score loads and it'd be great and now it's like bloody hell if the second yeah it's like well if they continue like this we have a game on our hands but that's good yes we we need some tough games they've, they've won they've won their last three they lost the opening game against Snap samat prakan uh, and now they've won their last three so they're going to be buzzing in a row yeah big surprise considering how late they had to cobble together their yeah. squad uh, and that they weren't supposed to be in T2 in the first place so all, pa- all power to them be bottom of the league yeah. right now with Kansas Art Customs and yeah. Shabby yeah uh, good luck good luck to them um, it's always going to be a fairly difficult place to go to for away supporters but you know, let's see let's see how they travel yeah, could uh, be an interesting game actually. yeah this weekend's uh, football in Chiang Mai is the King's Cup uh, where the courtesy of the provincial administrative office who bear the costs of running this tournament uh, the Chiang Mai national team comes on the road and brings themselves up to Chiang Mai now this is great because in the end 
the the game sold out almost immediately online tickets were on sale and went very early on the the first day of sales uh, and then there were big queues from very early in the morning at the convention center to buy out uh, tickets uh, for um for, for public sale uh, so well, it's it was, great that it's not in bangkok yeah we've got a purpose-built stadium up here so use it. I Absolutely. Mean, it's great. Absolutely. Um, the teams, um, the opening games on Thursday are Thailand against the Lebanon and India against Iraq. In terms of FIFA ratings, Thailand are the lowest rated team in the tournament at 113. Lebanon are, are number 100, India 99, and Iraq the highest ranked team at 70. But it's all close enough that... Um, and it's yeah. nice to see that the opposition are really uninteresting, but they still sell out. <laughs> I just would like to. I, that's why I'm not going. I'm fed up with seeing Thailand play all these teams uh, like this. Get some uh, good teams. Does, does Virat Kohli play for the Indian team? Sorry. Does Virat Kohli play for the Indian team? Oh, no idea what you're on about. Oh, captain well, was captain of the uh, Indian cricket team and an all-round sort of no, sporting sporting superstar. <laughs> In cricket, you. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Well. Tickets could last for five days then. Oh, I don't care, move on. Move on, okay, move on, move on. Um, it should be, it'll be fun. I mean, the atmosphere will be great and it'll be a good crowd. And uh, That's one thing. When you go to a Thai national game, it's mental. I used to go to games down in Bangkok. The crowd go ballistic, even when they're losing. It, it, if you haven't been to a Thai national game, go. It is great fun really is alright so that's the that's the King's Cup we'll probably have a, a quick word on that when we come back next week uh, and after Thailand have been crowned champions there's, <laughs> <woo>. <laughs> there's something else I was going to say I'll come back to that um, we've, we've had a we had a quiz last week, which was how many or how many T two of this year's T two teams have previously played in T one. Uh, we had one answer. Well done, Luke. <laughs> well done, Luke. Nine. I'll put them up on the on the Facebook page. We have set, a, I think, an interesting task for you, dear listener, uh, to name your top eleven players well to name your best 11 of the of the players or teams that you have seen playing for Chiang Mai FC since you came to and started supporting our club uh, now for some people they'll be fairly new to Chiang Mai so the teams will be uh, will, will be players from the last couple of seasons some people will cast their mind back far further into the past mentioning no names Richard and looking forward <laughs> to this team yes he's been doing it a long time yeah. so I am look, yeah. looking forward to um, that and lost my train of thought completely so there will there is no right answer there's no wrong answer there are teams that are going to go back you know five ten years or more there are teams that are going to go for the last couple of seasons uh, so we're going to kick off this week with simon's 11. yes here we go i'm gonna have a three four one two formation which is going to be very fluid and mobile and it doesn't really matter. So here we go. You ready for this? Kiatapon, Peboy, Vadini, Tosapol, Tawan, Lim, Decker, David, Suchino, he is Brazilian. And up front, I'm going to go Velcro and Stenio. 
So let's uh, <laughs> let's unpick that a little, Simon. Decker. Really, really liked him. I didn't pay much attention when we was up at the 700 year because he had a really horrible beard. So I instantly <laughs> didn't like, I hate these wanky beards they grow. So that put me off him. And then I've been looking at all the other players and thought, oh, I suppose I better start looking at him. And he was hard, he was strong, he was good at football, and he'd gee everyone up. Any problems, they're sorting out. And every team needs that. Back in the day, it was quite a small team, and we did get bullied a bit, I thought. Yeah. So I just like him. Just aggression, nastiness. Nobby Stars or Norman Hunter? I'm not that old. (laughs) Ouch. Ouch. Oh, that hurts. Um... Suchanam. He's one of my favourite players, as yeah. you know. He's Brazilian. Yeah. Um, so he's always going to be in my team. The thing I like about him, he's little, but he's stocky and hard. And he always seems to be in the right place at the right time. And just works so well with Tuan. Now, you need to have a word about your centre forward. Stenio's great, mate. What <laughs> no, your centre forward. Oh, Velko. Yes. I love Stenio, but your centre forward? Yeah, Velko. What's wrong with that? He's never played centre forward. He's really good at football. He's never he played centre forward in his football career. Yeah, not yet, he hasn't. He'll be centre forward for us when he comes back. Come on, you need to, you need to pad this out a bit. You're, I mean, your centre forward's meant to be, you know, he's meant to be able to head and shoot and hold the ball up and distribute the ball to the players around him. Okay. We know he can head. Yes. We know he's big. We know yes. he's strong. Yes. Now, when he's allowed, and obviously he wasn't often allowed, he just did it and got told off. <laughs> he'd pick the ball up from the edge of the box and he'd just go forward and take the ball past three or four people. I think he can shoot. He's a quality footballer who can knock the ball around. Um, and I'm not going to pick a standard boring team, am I? You know I'll do something. But, but, it, but he's not Roy of the Rovers. Well, we don't know that. <laughs> when he used to go up for corners, he caused havoc, didn't he? He did. He really did. So the opposition, they go, oh, bloody hell, it's Velko. He's huge. It's going to be a tough game. I, I just like that. No, I think it's absolutely great choice. And... Uh, yeah, <laughs> I can think of nothing else wise to say. <laughs> Neither can I. <laughs> As I said, there will be no teams the same. Um, let us know your Chiang Mai 11. Um, you can leave it, you can send me a message on Messenger on the Chiang Mai FC English page, um, or you can probably find me anywhere on sort of whatsapp or email or anywhere else um just let me know if you need an address to send stuff to uh would love to hear from you and would love to hear your teams and if you want to come on the podcast and explain your selections as simon has so eloquently done for uh, (laughs) 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 so eloquently done um that's then, a good idea. Actually. Then you would be very welcome, and we will find out a way to contact you, get you on the phone, and get you on the podcast. And we'd love to hear from you. Uh, on that merry note, we will come back next week with a preview of the game against Patia uh, and anything else that we can think of to talk about. Until then, it's goodbye from me and goodbye from Simon. Goodbye. Take care. <laughs>